Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's meditation session. It's really a pleasure to sit here together, close space and time to meditate, to explore the mind a little more. Into this inner world. It seems that we are living in a world on the same roof, but that's only the inner projection. We rarely explore it. Most time, we just drift away in a world. So today, let's. Meditate together to just explore the mind a little more. Hopefully, this exploration by yourself can be a light to yourself, to guide you through the chaos of the life, the chaos of the mind. Before we start the session, as usual. Let's keep silent for three minutes. Just quieting the mind to empty everything. Nothing really matters. So let's do it now.
In the session, actually, we can talk about everything, anything. In many occasions in our life, we can talk about this. We can't talk about that. There are so many limitations to talk about, to explore. Everyone is craving for decency. To hold up to an image that can't be offended by anyone. In this session, we can talk about everything, anything, because anything we are talking about is about one thing: the mind. The mind is everything, isn't it? No matter how crazy our imagination is. It is still limited to the scale, to such a small space. No matter the ego, how how large we can bloat the ego, it is as small as this place. Many people are talking about the climate change, the all kinds of environmental issues. Which seem to be a a, politi- a political issue, but it's a mental issue, isn't it? It seems that most people, like the politicians, are talking about the climate change. But when we really examine it, it seems that. Almost nobody really understand what is climate change. What's the issue? We try to provide all kinds of proof to show that, to persuade people. But you know, people are still very stubborn to stay in their own beliefs, illusions. Like any kind of ex- ex- external proof. Can't really persuade us to believe it. It's nothing to believe. But when we see the chaos, the mind, see the nature of it, then the urgency of this issue just pop up. The human minds is destroying everything. We are always living thoughts, all kinds of illusions, desires, wanting, cravings. We have lived a life in such a way for thousands of years, which is more and more disconnected from nature. When we are living thoughts, we can't really see. The urgency, see the 
the issue of the climate change, the deterioration of this universe, the Earth, the environment. Because we are all trapped by all kinds of small troubles in our daily life. Most people are so busy with handling these small troubles. They have their tiny issues. They don't have time. They don't have energy to notice the big issues. That big issues that concerns about the existence, the life, how to live a life. What does the nature mean to us? This answer won't be answered, and it can't be answered in thoughts. No matter how they know the the problem of the climate change in thoughts, they never know. The only way to know it truly deeply is to know ourselves, the ugly being, the ugly self, the ugly ego, the ugly way of living a life, which is so destructive. Not only inwardly, but also outwardly. Mindset is to understand. This is simple, but it's also very complicated issue of the life of the existence. Why do we live in such a way, which is so destructive? Of desire, of craving, is enhanced by the game, the capitalism, which is purely groundless, but enhanced of desire, the craving. You might have noticed that this life is in a vicious circle. How to break this circle? Any kind of social reforms, any kind of a political campaign to solve that. The younger generation rebel against the older ones, solving the issue. Obviously not, and、uh, impossible by that, for sure. That's only one way. Only one way. That's the clarity.
clarity, the clarity about life, the clarity about the mind, the clarity about existence, the clarity about the existing real life. And everyone has to get this clarity. Uh, or else there's no possibility for real change. The circle is still going on and on and on. So the real social change must take place from within, from the age of human being. Any kind of external campaign or movement can only scratch the surface. But deep down, it's here, it's here, it's here. That's why we need to make the silence loud, the silence of the mind. Because when the mind, only when the mind is silent, the mind can touch this clarity, can touch this truth. And only when everyone touch this truth, there's a possibility that we are all reconnected. Or else any kind of endeavor, efforts, only lead to bigger, greater illusion. When we only care about this small world, this tiny world entrapped in this body and the mind, none of us are really happy. All of us are living in a very turbulent life. The life has been divided and separated by such a, a very ugly entity, which is called the self, the ego. This ego is full of conflicts. The inner conflicts made me unhappy, made me hopeless. At the same time, I also pass this energy to other people. So there's conflict between you and me. So there's no inner harmony. There's also no external harmony. What a pathetic sight, isn't it? Our life is a flow. Why is, why is that?
because our neurons, right? The neuron cells keeps reacting to the environment, the inner environment and external environment all the time. When I see you, probably I have a reaction towards the, ima the image about you. You the same when you hear my sound. So we are always in a dynamic interaction. The exchange of neuron levels. Not, a, not exchange of the money or not the exchange of the good or material stuff, which is only a division, a separation. But on the neural level, this kind of dynamic change, exchange all, it takes place all the time. When you see me, my appearance might have an impact on you. You do the same to me. But we design, we build up this the self, the ego, to break up this flow, to deny this flow. Then the complex comes. The very denial of this flow, the dynamic interaction of the neurons, is pointless. It's against nature, because you can't deny it. It's, it's a fact. So we use our mental energy, the mental efforts, to avoid, to ignore, to cut off, in order to deny this fact. But this only leads to greater misery of life. The flow is part of nature. When we deny it, we deny the nature. No wonder we are living a life which is more and more disconnected with nature. The life is purely imprisoned by the self, by the cell created by the self, building the wall around me to cut off this flow in the hope of getting some peace. And unfortunately, The peace doesn't come in that way. The way, uh, the way we think the peace can come is very different from the way the peace can come. So we keep creating the illusions, all kinds of imaginations to toxicate ourselves further. where people are drifting away into different directions, into different illusions.
and to hold up this society to run. We design new term called freedom. Or you can do it in that in that way. I can do it in this way. But everybody is trapped in by the self, which leading to all which leads to all kinds of distortion of the mind, all kinds of behaviors, and we just misuse the freedom for this kind of a permissive society. Oh, permissive, permissive society. Permissiveness has nothing to do with freedom. When the mind is not free, there's nothing to talk about freedom. We can have all kinds of behaviors on the society. We allow them to exist. This is only about permissiveness, nothing about freedom. When the self is running there, entrapping ourselves, there's no free air to breathe. So look at the society, right? It's full of all kinds of mischief, made by the self, the ego. It's a, if you you are really into this, it is one of the probably not one. It's the most entertaining program we can ever watch. We don't need to watch any movies. Watching this is is more than enough to really entertain us. So, what is the self? How does self come into being? The self must be in the domain of thoughts. Actually, the self arises arise from the process of our identifying ourselves with the thoughts. Have you ever noticed that? How easy for one to identify? Themselves with thoughts. The reason can be very challenging to analyze. But when we look at education from the school to teach kids how to make efforts, how to compete, how to outperform others, 
probably you get you can probably you can get some clue from this set. When this habit is cultivated from youth, how strong it can be for the lifetime. If we didn't go into this mind, the inner world, to understand it. The very process of the identification of thoughts is the process of building up the self. So the self is a bunch of images, a bunch of thoughts, and a bunch of reactions to the thoughts and images. When we are identifying ourselves with some thoughts, an image is beginning to build up. So the process of identifying ourselves with thoughts is the process of building up the self is also the process of leading to all kinds of conflicts. Why? Because thoughts are never compatible. When you have thoughts, the thoughts are inevitably in conflict with each other. When you identify with multiple thoughts, what does that mean? It means that the process of building up the self is full of conflicts. That's why in the past many sessions, we have talked about this all the time. The self is the only source of all kinds of mental conflicts. The reason is here, right? And we identify that this whole being with some thoughts, which is always in conflict. Such a life with a center which is called the self. It's also inevitably in conflict. And such a life is very limited because we have a center called self. And there must be a periphery around itself, the boundary. Such a life is very little, very limited, and full of conflicts. That's most people's living state, is it? So, 
the self, the mischief made by the self, are running through the society in all kinds of forms, across the world, in different cultures. The self, as we said before, is the only source for all kinds of mental conflicts. This points us to the essence of true meditation, which is not fun play, but a very serious exploration of the mind. That's too empty. This, the mind to end the self. How can I end the self without any effort, without any control? How can the thoughts know their limitations and come to a full stop? And this. Is the journey of meditation. We can't simply impregnate by control, or I need to use another thought to kick out of the self. When we have thoughts, the thoughts must have a center, have their source. That's the self. To end the self, we can't we can't do anything in thoughts. Because any any actions you take in thoughts, it's still in thoughts. It's still. Running around the center, which is the self. So when you really see this, you find that you can do nothing. So to end the self, one can do nothing. But that's very important. Doing nothing. Creates the greatest wisdom to end the self. To end the self, we can we can use a different word, non-doing. When we know that the self is here, any kind of efforts. Any control is from the self. I'm the self. The self is running here all the time. Then I can do nothing. But the very doing nothing, the non-doing, is key. Because I can only observe it. To feel it. Observe means just observe without being an observer. 
that that very observance is the way to end the self, to observe what's the total structure of the mind, the thoughts of consciousness. So this is the whole journey of meditation, to understand the self, to observe it, to observe the mischief the self is creating. To understand the how the society is building up on billions of the self, billions of ego. This society built up in this way is is inevitably in thoughts. When the society is built on thoughts, which we give which we give different names like culture and whatever, it the society must be an illusion. Look at the the democracy, right? In the Western world, like in the U.S., whatever, it has become a mental game, right? Using the media to to sway people's mind, to provide all kinds of new solutions. Most of which never, never realize actually, right? So to understand this whole moment of life, the human being, the the, the current situation of the globe, the the global health, whatever, it's just to understand the self, not yourself, myself, is the self. Only when the self is running, the people can do all kinds of evil things, all kinds of mischievous, mischievous things, like that we are going through a few minutes ago. If you are not in thoughts, how can you do this? How can you hurt others? How can you destroy other things? When people are living beyond thoughts, in that space, which is limited, space implies unlimited, or unlimited. In that space, the space is unlimited, not limited. That's a typo I need to correct. In that space, 
the vast space. There's no hatred. There's no aversion. There's no any evil thoughts, motives, directions. And only in that space, it is possible to have compassion. So a society building up on thoughts or talking about compassion won't be compassionate for in any way. Because talking about compassion is in the domain of thoughts, but being compassionate is totally in a different dimension of life. So this journey to live a life peacefully, artistically, passionately, is meditation. You don't need to resort to any kind of particular technique to meditate. To live a life which requires your attention, your wisdom, is already the meditation. Never, never register a thought never register with a thought. Never, never accumulate any mental images. That's life devoid of the self. It's not about thinking or not thinking, but can you live a life without registering with any thoughts. Without any identification, identification with thoughts. Never accumulate any mental images. If the image stays for a while, maybe only one, one second, it becomes an impression. Thought. Ideas. It's, not, it's nothing about having it or not having it. So can we keep our inner world psychologically free from these mental images? These mental images, like the knowledge, 
has been a place to use, but to live life. We need to keep this tiny, also vast, innovate, free from the pollution. And this should be done also effortlessly. Effortlessly. That's why we need to have this awareness. And this way of life, no matter what you are doing, no matter what you are working on, it doesn't matter, that's only the external things. But inwardly, if you live in this way, this is probably the greatest art on this planet. Maybe the only art on this planet. So now let's do a 10 minute silent meditation. So today let's try a different audio guide. Let's no any speech. It's only symbol. It will ring every two minutes. And the, the last time the the symbol will will ring twice to signal that's the end of the meditation session. I mean this ten minutes. So now let's close our eyes, start this journey together.
Great. Hopefully, everything has calmed down somewhat after this 10 minute silent meditation. That's the end of today's session. And thank you for everybody being here tonight. Why Zoom? Why Facebook? Why YouTube? And all the best for everyone to stay 
safe, stay peace, and uh, and calm, of course. And let's see you each other again in the future sessions. Take care. Okay.